Mal, do you know what coffee I've been enjoying a lot lately? No, which one? I have been enjoying free lunch coffees, medium dark roast blend. Ooh, me too. You know what I love most about their coffee, besides the rich flavor, is their mission to end hunger for underprivileged children. Each purchase from their store provides 10 meals to children in South Africa. If you want to enjoy this gourmet coffee that is fair trade and certified organic that also fights to end child hunger, go to their website, freelunchcoffee.com. And when you check out, use promo code THOSEOTHERGIRLS10. And let's end world hunger by doing what we do best, starting each morning with a cup of coffee. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Victoria. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Okay, so today's weekly recap is basically the biggest thing that's happened this week. Um, And I don't mean uh, Bernie's memes. Ha ha ha. Okay. Um, The inauguration. I was trying to pull it in and that was lame. Okay, but that's okay. Um, So we're going to be talking about... um, President Biden's inauguration. So first thing I we wanted to touch is like, what are some things that you saw different from President Biden's and President Trump's inauguration? Victoria, you can go first. Well, for starters, mask. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's in <laughs> the middle of a, yeah, it was in the middle of a pandemic. And the thing like I didn't understand, it's he essentially ran on how unsafe the world is and how horrible this pandemic and this COVID is yeah you have like I mean I know it's downsized based on what it's been but still like you have a huge inauguration like outside outdoors like spending taxpayers money that we don't have and right don't now. that picture that he took um and because they were celebrating it was okay that they weren't wearing masks have you seen that I saw the picture where literally right after he signed the executive order that on every federal piece of property you have to have a mask on, that he was at the Lincoln Memorial without a mask. Yeah, he took a like a family picture of Lincoln Memorial without a mask, and then someone at a press um, the press briefing acts like well he was wearing a mask. Like, what's that about? And um, he said, well, they were celebrating. Can we talk real quick about how his press secretary looks like Abby from Scandal? Okay. And oh my gosh. Okay. In my head, I was like, she looks familiar. I don't know where I would know her from. Like, I've never heard of this lady. <laughs> and it's Abby from Scandal. Oh my goodness. Okay. Wait. Remind me to put a side by side on the Somebody story. already has it. And I don't remember where. I don't know if it was okay. like future female leaders or turning okay, point. I don't remember it. who. 
because that is like oh that's so crazy because in my head I'm like she looks so familiar where would I have known her from I've never seen her before who is this woman and it's Abby <laughs> from Scandal well I'm glad she got a job that's good that's yeah good. I'm glad Abby got a job yeah but, yeah yeah so <laughs> well between definitely having in the middle of the pandemic um the commentators they were praising like hallelujah Christ has come thank the lord we're having sanity back in the white house like you could tell like they weren't commentating on like and now here is lady gaga singing they're like oh my gosh look at her outfit she's wearing a brooch on it for unity that's really she's in the hunger games yeah like katniss everdeen but it, <laughs> but it was like they added on more than they really needed to it's like yeah here comes lady gaga in her unity costume here is so and so african-american pastor at so and so's church it was a huge propaganda show in my opinion a hundred percent it felt very well it felt very fake and it felt like and I mean no matter what channel you watched it on the commentators like you said were very biased it was very much like oh thank god he's out of the white house finally we're gonna have some unity finally we're gonna have this back in the white house oh my gosh look at lady gaga she just looks amazing wow she's standing up and then jennifer lopez she just did all of these things they're just she so great spoke and amazing. In spanish yeah. she said a different language um yeah like it's, yeah like, like i go ahead go ahead (laughs) no I'm just frustrated like it was such a one big propaganda which like has been his whole administration yeah you know like everyone up there was picked for a political reason yeah and I'm not saying like Lady Gaga J-Lo um the youngest woman who read the poem like I'm not saying they're not qualified but we weren't focused on their qualifications we were focused on them being female um, and that's pretty much his whole administration has been focused on yeah. their sexuality, their gender, or their um, race. Or their race. Yeah. It's not about their qualifications. And honestly, I feel like that's why I did not get goosebumps when Kamala was inaugurated. Yeah. No, I did not. Honestly, like. And what is hard, and you know, I always try to be as like honest and open on this podcast. I always really do want to share my heart. What it is hard as a woman, as a black woman, as a woman who loves other women empowerment, as I was saying, I was like, huh, that that can mean a lot. But anyway, um, who loves empower and encourage other women, it felt wrong to not be excited for something so great because I do think um I do believe it's okay for women to be in power I don't necessarily think well you know the bible there's things in the bible um when it comes to like churches like that that I don't necessarily agree with but I don't think it's wrong to have a woman in a position of power I don't think yeah. it's wrong to have um I have a sweatshirt that says a woman's place is in the house of the senate I believe that full I also believe if she wants to stay home, she should be able to stay home. Mm-hmm. So it feels weird to not be super excited, to not be like jumping around and dancing. But I just, I couldn't, like, I didn't, I didn't feel anything. I felt sadness because I'm like, first of all, I personally don't want her to be our first woman president, but you no, know, not at all. 
we we don't know what's going to happen in these next four years with good old buddy joe so she could be our first woman president but like i like the the things that she stands for how she got to where she is that is what just is so disappointing to me and I just think about how there's so many women who um you know there's some things going on in um the liberty movement that I don't really want to get into right now but there are some allegations of some things and I just think about how like when there's women out there for example um I don't want to use this term, but I'm just going to say it, like sleeping their way to the top or whatever. When there's women Mm -hmm. out there that are doing those things, it makes it harder for women who are trying really hard to get where they want to get to be taken seriously to be taken seriously that's what i'm trying to say yeah so like that is what made me sad what made me sad is like her strong stance on abortion like she um is very she very abortion minded and even like the things that she was saying about like human trafficking like that is what made me sad like that is why like i just couldn't get excited for her yeah and um we'll wrap this up one more thing i will say and like i know like i don't want people to think it's I didn't have like this moving feeling because I didn't vote for them. I had, I got chill bumps watching President Obama getting inaugurated because to me, that felt historical. To me, it felt like he earned it. People voted for him. And I feel like nobody voted for Kamala. I mean, people voted for Kamala, but they didn't vote for Joe and Kamala because she's female. You know, like, I feel like she didn't earn it yeah maybe that's but I feel like I don't know it was definitely a different feeling for me yeah Um, I agree what did you think of Biden's unity speech sorry unity I'm putting quotes into (laughs) that guys unity speech the thing about so unity is being thrown around the past what since November because election was November 4th we and they finished counting November 8th. So the word unity has been thrown around since November 8th. Mm-hmm. And I just, it feels disingenuous, except someone, um, I want to say it was either Allie or my, Allie Stucky or my brother, one of them said something like, you know what? Joe Biden really does want unity for us. Now it's everybody else we're not sure about. And I thought about that. I think Joe Biden does want unity. I mean, I think that he just seems very passive to me. So mm. I can see him being very much like, hey, y'all, let's just try to work this out. Um but Kamala, I don't necessarily see her as someone who wants unity. I see her as someone who, like a lot of other liberals that I've had the pleasure of interacting with, that are like, this is how it should be. Uh, you're evil and wrong for not thinking that way. I'm not going to compromise. How dare you? X, Y, and Z. So the unity speech, it didn't seem very unifying. Yeah. I, yeah go ahead i would say and hear me out and this is my conspiracy theory which is not conspiracy theory this is my theory i think i agree i could see biden wanting unity but the establishment the democratic party does not because having their base angry is what gets out volunteers it's Mm -hmm. what gets high donations it what gets their um it's what won georgia yeah it's it's what gets their base elected 
Yeah, because that's a good point, Victoria. Yeah, it's all about voting. Like, I can see Biden because, like, what what else does Biden have to lose? He's literally at the top, top. Like, there's nothing. I mean, he like he could live 15 more years, but it's not like he's focusing on the long term because he's reached his goal. What does he have to lose or gain by calling for unity? And I agree. Um, the only thing, like, I. I really don't feel like his speech was like that unifying. Um, Let me read you a quote that he said. He goes, this is the time of testing. We face an attack on democracy and on truth, a raging virus, growing equity. Yeah, inequity. Sorry. The sting of systematic racism, a climate in crisis, America's role in the world. Any one of these would be enough to challenge us in profound ways. But the fact that we face them all at once, presenting this nation with the gravest of responsibilities to me when you're trying to create unity aren't you essentially wanting just to forgive and move on mm-hmm. if you truly want unity if he truly wants unity why is he bringing up everything bad that trump in, in quotes everything bad that trump did during his term very good that point. they disagree with that and so that's why i'm kind of like I can kind of see, but I can also see, I also feel like he doesn't want unity. I feel like, yeah, I see, I feel like what you said is true. And um, looking back at that article that we are reading from, and we'll leave it in the description. um, Oh, can I give a shout out real quick? Uh, My friend Kylie wrote it. Kylie, hi, miss you. Hope you're doing well in DC. So yeah. (laughs) so yeah kylie wrote a great article and in the article she said there was a difference between um post elected pre-elected and post-elected biden and the unity stuff Mm. and i think that goes to what you were saying about now he's in now he's elected so he's establishment so maybe that is why it feels so there is a difference um looking at that quote and also too i think that the biggest, and I think I saw someone tweeted this. I'm on Twitter a lot, y'all. Um, <laughs> and I think one of the biggest things to do to produce unity would be to protect election integrity. Because, yes. I mean, what I, I think that there was fraud 100%. I don't know if we caught enough in time to have swayed the election, but I do know that something should have been done and that something was Mm -hmm. off and I do know that those on the other side think it was the most secure election that we've ever had well my whole thing is when Trump got elected you claim there's fraud but when your guy gets elected with clear evidence of voter fraud oh no no, there's no voter fraud right right so 100 percent. so i think they're wrong there's definitely there was definitely voter fraud and i do think we need to work on election integrity i think that is the first step to unity because my concern especially for this party is people are not going to want to vote anymore because they're going to feel as if there's no reason to vote because the election was stolen or it's still an election so i think that will be the that's the real first step to unity but if you can hear his speech he doesn't say anything about that no um all he because he won yeah he won and i think okay if you really like no election is 100 percent right and if you truly 
And you claim, like, the left claims, okay, we need fair districts, fair elections, blah, blah, blah. We need to make sure elections are secured. If you truly care about that and not just about getting your party elected, you would create a commission to look into this. There needs to be research done to see, okay, how much is actually, like, how many of our elections have actually been safe and secure? If you truly care about elections in the United States of America, we need to have a national voter database because, okay, you as a student, you were up in New Jersey, you could register to vote. Um, did you know this now? You could register to vote up in New Jersey. Yes. You can register at your address, but then you could also register in North Carolina where your parents lived. There's no way in the database to know that from state to state. So something we see a lot in North Carolina and local party is a lot of out-of-state college students voting both in North Carolina and up in their home state. I believe that because there have, there's been times, oh, I know what it is. I, so how you, uh, jury duty is for your voter registration too. That's all connected. Mm-hmm. How, why have I been given, um, jury duty in North Carolina, Virginia, and New Jersey, all within the same like couple of months. And I was at the time I was living in, so sorry, I did it in New Jersey. And then a couple months later, I, I had it in North Carolina, but I was still living in New Jersey. And then when I moved to Virginia, I got jury duty again. I've been given jury duty three times, which makes no sense. Yeah. But my whole point in saying is like, how could I have been given jury duty in North Carolina when I'm living in New Jersey. Like it's, I switched. So when I um, registered to vote for my, um, when I first got to college, I registered to vote in North Carolina, but I think they registered me in New Jersey. So that's how I got in the New Jersey database. Mm. But then when the election happened, I was like, okay, no, I need to make sure I'm in North Carolina. So I triple check and make sure everything was in North Carolina. By that time, I, around that time is when I got the one for New Jersey. And then a couple months later, got one for North Carolina. So, and also too, to get out of jury duty in different states is different as well. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, And I I would just say, I think like social security is national. Like why isn't our, why why don't we have a universal voting database for starters? And then when you turn 18, you're automatically entered into the database. Why do we have to fill out forms? And this is where voter ID comes in. You just have to, um, wherever your driver's license I, I think your driver's license to say your voter precinct on it and then Ooh, you just have to make idea. sure it's tied to that so you go when you show your driver's license to show you're actually in that precinct and then they pull your stuff if you moved when you're supposed to change your driver's license anyway if you moved then that kind of solves everything yeah I agree and what I was looking for on my phone was just a, a post about voter integrity that I wanted to read my friend Thomas Turner I don't know if you listen Thomas but shout out to Thomas great guy he posted um something too if Republicans want to protect voting integrity I hope to become an election day officer in your local I hope you become a, an election day officer in your locality so that's another thing I think we should all do like if we're looking for actional steps like become an election day officer like that's important too like mm-hmm. that but that's something we have to do like yeah I, I, we should re- be relying on 
well because we already know how the other side feels so i don't think we should necessarily be relying on them for like unity i don't know yeah i mean i just think it's a bunch of bs but dude did you see biden signed 17 executive orders on day one yes most of any president and y'all and people said trump was a tyrant yes and honestly that is terrifying because and what it makes me think that especially within the first 100 days all biden is going to do is just reverse everything that trump did he's already started i mean i know we're we're going to talk about this later on but like can we talk about how he said i will not get rid of fracking if i'm elected president day one bye-bye fracking bye-bye fifty thousand jobs bye-bye billions of dollars in the american economy yep and that is terrifying that and i think that's what we like we saw that we saw those of us that voted for Trump, especially those of us that voted for Trump and could admit that we didn't like his character or like certain things that he said. We saw that the alternative was much worse, that the alternative yeah. would lose jobs. The alternative would lead us even closer to socialism. Mm-hmm. And we saw that. So I think the positive is like, people are going to be like, oh, yikes. For example, those Christians who say that they are personally pro-life or that they are pro-life that voted for Biden, they can see he is, uh, I wrote an article about it and you guys should read it, um, that he is going to reverse like the Mexico City policies and he's going to reverse the Hyde Amendment. And these are things that he's going to do within the first 100 days. So like, what is valuable to you that someone who is nice on the outside um but does essentially bad things is in office or someone who unfortunately his character does not come off the greatest all the time but he is making decisions that are best for the country for people for the world really yeah um so yeah so some of the things he did oh i want to touch real quick here's the thing if you did not vote for trump because of his personality let's have a little chat both him and Biden literally have the same personality. I was talking to someone and they go, I'm not voting for Trump because he sexually assaulted a few women. A few, she, he has accusations against sexual assault. So did Joe Biden. Here's the difference between Trump and Biden. Trump owns up to the fact. He tells mm-hmm. you what actually he's thinking. Tells you what he's actually going to do. Biden, he puts on a mask. And I'm not just doing a pun because he signed that mask mandate. (laughs) He's putting on a mask. He's telling you what you want to hear to get you votes. And then he does the complete 180. And you go, oh, no, he did that. And then when elect and ask every Democrat. And then when election times come around, they go ever they go and schmooze you up. Here's a lollipop. Here's some ice cream. Remember, vote for me. I'm going to promise you more ice cream. And then they get you vote for them to get elected no more ice cream in this country and that's exactly why so many people voted for trump because they wanted an outsider because the reality is a lot of these especially and i want to make a distinction between like people who are career politicians and like the federal level and then your local level like people in your local level you cannot convince me otherwise they do not care about you people in the federal level uh, i don't know biden's been in dc for almost 50 years longer than i've been alive like 
twice. That's like twice as long. Yeah, twice like, as long as I've been alive. And you're telling me he's going to fix everything that he yeah. and he hasn't done that in 50 years. Yeah. And I'm, like, I, I, that's, those are the other things that just like blew my mind when people were saying, um, like the point you said about them both having sexual allegations, like there's, I personally like someone who is going to be up front. For the most part, we knew what Trump was. Yeah. We, okay, so we knew what he was going to do. We knew he was going to choose chaos every time. I'll say that. We didn't know the type of chaos. Well, that was the thing that made me laugh so hard. The media, the left. Oh, my God. I can't believe Trump did that. If you just listened to his campaign speeches. Like, he's literally, he had his (laughs) to-do list in his campaign. He goes, check, build the wall check do this check yep. do that he like kept he, a lot of his promises yes I promises mean, that's just, made promises kept yeah and i mean what more could we ask for i personally would prefer that than someone who blatantly lies to your face and i mean that is what a lot of what is going to be happening in the next four years it's going to be yeah. a lot of oh i never said that and then doing it anyway yeah so, one of the things the top thing to me which I find hilarious because why is he calling it this is the hundred day masking challenge. Like a, like it's a TikTok dance or something. I find that hilarious. Um, well, I don't find the act hilarious cause that's, I, that's ridiculous, but call it a masking challenge. Like, okay, everybody let's go. We're doing a challenge. And I think I, it's for hashtags or social media to be honest. It's, I think it's for hashtags and it's to almost manipulate you to make you feel like you're doing something big, make you feel like you're doing something that's really going to help people. And am I saying that wearing mask is wrong? No, I'm saying that mandating and saying that you can't do anything without it is wrong. I'm saying that going outside at federal parks, outside, I'm saying that's wrong. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like, I don't, the virus, that if you're outside, that makes no sense <laughs> to yeah. wear a mask outside. That is what I'm saying is wrong. Um, so another thing that he did immediately was he went back into the World Health Organization which overturned one of trump's executive orders he overturned um, i don't know yeah i'll be real quick eight out of the 17 executive orders day one all overturned everything trump did executive order oh eight out of i I just counted it up wow wow okay that's wild um and you know so talking i have a friend who is very um He's very in the middle. I, I guess he considers himself a classical liberal, and he's not crazy. He he's is not very, a socialist liberal. He's not a, yeah, he's not a socialist liberal. Um, he's definitely more conservative than anything. Pro-life, that's super important, uh, and friendships. But anyway, so I was talking to him, and he is, like, super chill about this. He was like, yeah, you know, this guy's going to be bad. We're not going to, you know, some people are, like, overblowing how awful it's going to be, blah, blah, blah. He was saying all this stuff. And he said that what typically happens is every time a Republican president comes in after a Democratic president, um, they uh undo what the democrat president uh, did and then every time a democrat president comes in after a republican president they undo what the republican president did and it's just kind of like a flip-flop flip-flop and it's just going to keep flip-flopping because that's just how the two-party system is and i thought of that and i was like you know 
that's probably true but what bothers me about that is like if you're spending all your time overturning everything that the previous president did you're gonna miss out on the things that need to be done yeah that are like pressing like I think we forget and they forget too that like um they serve us like they Mm -hmm. are there to cater to not cater but they're there to like we elected you to make rules and do things for us yeah um so yeah so that's I can't believe it's you said eight out of the 15 yep all right so let's go through them real quick all right so he overturns Trump's executive order on requiring non-citizens to be included in the census and appropriate congressional representatives proportional to those numbers he only did that to get votes for Democrats Mm -hmm. um and thus I like I don't understand I feel like (laughs) you know not to be rude or anything but like you if you're a citizen you you vote if you're not a citizen you don't vote I don't well, Why okay, if I okay, I was in South Africa for a month. Are they going to count me as one of their citizens? I don't think so. So why are we counting non-citizens in the U.S.? I, like I, I, that to me, that just seems like there's just so many things that like I feel like a normal, rational person yeah. would be like, okay, that doesn't make sense. Well, they only did it to get like California. Like those are your big like migrant states. You're only doing it so your migrant states will have more like voice on uh, in congress but Um, anywho all right so we mentioned the 100 day masking challenge hashtag uh let's see it they created a covid19 response coordinator position that will report directly to the president essentially it's giving biden more control over what happens with the covid response Mm -hmm. uh we rejoined the world health organization um, ex- extended the existing pause on student loan interest and payments until at least September 30th. Extends the existing nationwide on moratorium. I think that's the word. Moratorium. Uh, that think, one. I don't know. Yeah. On foreclosures and evictions. Um. <sighs> rejoined the Paris Climate Accord that overturned Trump's executive order. He canceled the Keystone Pipeline another Trump executive order. Um, what are your thoughts on this going back to Paris Climate Accord? Do you have any? I don't have any, like, strong thoughts. Um, oh, we could maybe have Bob on talk yeah, about that again. Yeah, because I need help to understand why, what's the benefit of being in it and what's the benefit of being out of it? Like, I yeah. need to understand, because I think a lot of it is, my understanding is why Trump pulled us out is because not like every country was doing it like China's not in it and so then they're able to emit all this gas so like I think his thought is if not everybody's doing it then why are we doing it and hurting our businesses I think so too I don't know enough about it to have like a strong opinion yay or nay I I just know that the conservative opinion the conservative consensus is that it's bad yeah we can have Bob on, maybe. Yeah. We'll talk about it. So this one I actually like, this executive order, required um, executive branch appointees to sign an ethics pledge that says they won't act on their own personal interests and they'll uphold independence of the Department mm-hmm. of Justice, which means I think they can't lobby for two years, is what I okay. thought. think I saw. That makes sense to me. I'm not mad at that. Um, 
a uh, a broken clock is right twice a day. So yeah, prevents discrimination at the workplace on the basis of gender gender identity or sexual orientation. And this is another uh, Trump executive. Well, Go ahead. I just want to say um, so. The problem with the gender identity and sexual orientation um, is that, uh, gosh, I'm trying to figure out how to say it slash, yeah, how to articulate what I'm trying to think um, properly. I do want to have someone to come on and talk about some of that stuff. I don't really get that. So I know that the reason why it is not a good thing is because it um diminishes women uh in a way and I want to we should have someone talk on it before I say I just know that when you add gender identity sexual orientation the problem is those things are like your gender is or your sex is what you're born with so that's unchanging well we'll go let me read a real quick sorry Mal so this is a different executive order he filed Um, This one is mandating that any educational institution that receives federal funding funding must function as if biological males who claim to be females are the same and vice versa. So essentially, and this actually went viral on Twitter, I think on the 21st. Yeah, I think it said hashtag Biden erased women. Yeah. And this is allowing men to play in women's sports like you just killed women's sports. Yep. 100%. 100%. And I definitely, okay, so I definitely want to try to find someone to talk about that on here too, because um, the the problem with the gender identity and stuff like that is that it is not, it's something that you choose. And I want to choose my words carefully because I don't want to discredit someone's experience, but your gender identity is not what you your you your sex is permanent. Your gender identity can change. That's what I, I think I mean. Um, so that is what's the problem with this. And there's a lot of other underlying things dealing with that too. There's a lot of other things. So we definitely can have someone on to talk about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Okay, um, another one is he rescinds the 1776 commission and directs agencies to ensure racial equity something trump over or overturned from a trump executive order i'm not really sure why trump did that one to be honest i i don't know either um i think that equity is a big word that people don't like i'm not 100 yeah. i don't know enough about another thing we should have someone on to talk about i don't know enough about it to yeah say yay or nay yeah uh, Biden lifts travel ban for passport holders from seven Muslim majority countries. Something, another overturn from Trump. Um, undo, undoes Trump's expansion of immigrant enforcement. Another one that he overturned. Stops construction of border wall by terminating national emergency declaration that funded it. Overturned another Trump executive order. My opinion on this one, we've already started. We've already used federal funds to start this. Yeah. Just Why not finish, finish it? it? Yeah. Um, ensures DACA to protect undocumented people brought into this country as children. And finally, his 17th one. And my God, his fingers must be dying after this one. <laughs> uh, directs OMB director to develop recommendations that would modernize regulatory review. Another one that overturned Prime Trump. 
um, executive order. I don't understand what that means. (laughs) Okay. So we should have someone on discuss that as well. Okay. So we have a lot of topics coming up in the future, everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, and that I will say, it seems like I don't really remember Trump overturning a lot of things that Obama did besides Obamacare. That's the only thing I can think of, to be honest. I feel like he did overturn a lot. It just wasn't this quickly. Okay. He did overturn a few more things in Obamacare, but Obamacare definitely was the biggest one. And nothing really came out of that um, because I know a lot of people still have Obamacare. Mm-hmm. And I'm not 100% sure how that like. I think works. the Supreme Court... There's some Supreme Court case, but don't quote me on that. I will say I was talking, I think I was talking to my dad about the 17 executive orders. And he was saying that it seems like this is all from like the establishment far left. Because he goes, he goes, I really think Biden's a moderate. Like in his, like his roots are moderate. These don't sound like him. These don't seem like. Yeah, I think he is very much. And like I said, I think first. Okay. So I think out of everybody that ran, at least on the Democrat side, the person who really wants to help and be honest was Bernie. I really do. I think that- I agree with that. I don't agree with anything. I don't think anything that's ever come out of his mouth I've ever agreed with. I I also didn't agree with his mask and that jacket or the mittens he wore that's everywhere either. Like, I do not agree with this man. But I think- from at least from what I've seen he genuinely cares and he's one of the few people my brother said this he's one of the few politicians that even after they lost they still tried to help yeah here's the difference with Bernie than any other politician Bernie has kept the same message since he's been in office that's true too every other politician has changed like look what happened when he ran in 2016 everyone is saying you're crazy for um creating free college you're crazy for saying get rid of student loans and now that's like a and then they saw how well it pulled and now that's an issue for them yeah that's a very good point so I think like Bernie cares the most but I do think Joe does did want um like I said I think he he was moderate and he does want to compromise I just don't think that the entire DNC does and I do not think Kamala does well they don't have to anymore they have the house and the senate that's true too they don't have to compromise that's why Georgia was so important y'all but you know neither here nor there I'm over it giving it to God um but yeah so like um you're right and that's but that's why 2022 is so important and that's why we need to vote in these primaries that is going to be a personal goal of mine to figure out how to get people to vote because once the primaries are so important so we can at least get control of the house during 2022 I think we can you know maybe halt some of these crazy things that are going to be happening yeah um also too I would love to have someone come on and discuss executive orders because I understand them but at the same time I'm just very curious like when do they go into effect how long does it immediately right but like how do you enforce some of these things how is he going to enforce us to do this challenge yeah how like Caroline (laughs) yeah oh maybe Caroline Caroline Like, so the day that, so he writes an executive order to lift the banning of the passport holders. So does that mean, you know, little girl in 
in Iraq can come and visit now? Like, I don't understand, like, how, and then... I think yes and no. Yes, because of that mandate. No, because of a COVID travel ban. Okay, yes, yes, yes. But let's say it wasn't COVID. (laughs) And, like, who, who tells her, like, does the is there something in the system that automatically take like i'm just curious of how all of this happens and all of it's enforced i know theoretically the moment it's signed it's supposed to go into law you do whatever the executive order says but i'm just curious how does this and then also too how is a challenge like the 100 days mass challenge how is that an executive order you can't really enforce that so there's just yeah. yeah we definitely need to have someone on to talk about more about that um is there anything else we wanted to discuss no i think that's the inauguration okay the biggest propaganda day ever yeah the best thing to come out of that were those biden memes i mean today my friend <laughs> everybody has been sending me stuff and keep sending me stuff if you want to oh my goodness they've been so funny my favorite one was a cracker barrel one have you seen that one yes that, that was hilarious so and that then hilarious. i think i sent you one meme and can you post this please yes. um it's a meme comparing um Kamala and Jill's outfit to Anna and Elsa because it's literally the oh, exact yeah, same yes, color. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that, I that LOL'd. Was, that's oh, a man. funny one. Yes. I saw someone um, who was like, so the inauguration is kind of a fashion show and I'm like yeah it is like I was I certainly was like oh that's a cute outfit oh she shouldn't have worn that man like the whole time and I will say I don't remember who but someone had a really nice pink coat and I was like hmm, taking notes where'd you get the pink coat everybody seemed to be what is it uh monochromatic everybody was like wearing yeah, their dress and I their didn't coat get matched. that one I don't know if it was on purpose but I'm not gonna I thought it looked great um you know they were saying how a lot of the women were wearing purple and that was kind of because that that's I guess the color unity in theory because it's a mixture of red and blue oh okay interesting yeah they were noticing how like okay both like Kamala Michelle and one other person I think one of the daughters one of the daughters maybe or grand girl granddaughters I don't know I don't know but a lot of people, their dresses matched. Oh, my battery's almost dead. Sorry, y'all. A lot of, well, we need to wrap up anyway. A lot of people, yeah. their dresses match their, um, their, like their, their coats, coats and dresses. Yeah. I do have to say, I do think Kamala's stepdaughter was definitely the best outfit. I think it was the most unique. Um, and it wasn't monochromatic. I really don't care for monochromatic that much. Really? Unless it's a suit. Like, I don't know. I feel like it was just not. I don't know. I miss Melania's fashion. Oh, I know. I know. I was thinking that. I was like, and Ivanka. Oh, my goodness. The Mm -hmm. two of them, best dressed women we have ever had in the White House. Yeah. And like, I don't like comparing women's clothes, but I was not a fan of Dr. Jill's outfit at all. Like, it looked like something that was a hand-me-down for my (laughs) great-grandmother. Yeah, I don't... Okay, so I don't mind comparing clothes. I just don't want to be like... And then her hair and her face, I don't want to compare, like, body. No, I think she's a beautiful, smart woman. But, honey, you picked out your outfit. I know. I would have never, never. No. I And, you know, once again, that pink coat, I just... I still think about that pink coat. I thought that pink coat was so cute. 
one of the granddaughters when they were walking oh yeah 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 but okay well that's fashion at the inauguration um that's our inauguration episode everyone yes yes we'll, come, we'll be back in four years for the next one <laughs> yes yes um hopefully of nikki haley whoop, whoop. that's our unofficial endorsement we cannot endorse we will not endorse but we can't maybe. endorse till after the primary right uh, nikki we know, love you yeah nikki if you ever want to come on i'm in yeah. love yeah Please come on if yeah we would help. love to have if by some miracle you hear this we would love to um have you on we would also love to work for you that's just yes, a- definitely i'll drop everything oh same i will move whatever you need me to do okay but anyway um yeah so that was this episode um you guys we are finishing up. I believe there's, uh, by the time you hear this, there'll be two more days left to order t-shirts for our human trafficking nonprofit. Make sure that you do that. Make sure you register for our virtual conference. We're really excited. The only way to get any of the giveaways is to register for the conference. Make sure you order some free lunch coffee. Um, you heard our new ad. We're super excited to be uh, partnering with them and use our code, those other girls 10 to get 10% off. Um, is that, that's basically everything, right? Yeah. I already had four cups of coffee today. Um, cause free lunch is so good. It is. So. No, seriously. It's really good. It's really, really good. Yeah. I so need guys- to go work this off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you guys should order some. All right, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls changing culture and bringing back traditional values.